Welcome back, everyone. It's another episode of Brothers in Song. Joe, how you doing, buddy? Danielson, I'm doing well. It's a nice, crisp uh, summer evening. Uh, played some kickballs with my kids. It was, uh, you know, one, of course, but um, <laughs> it was good. Time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to teach them that, uh, you know, life is not all you know drops and lollipops you know or whatever you say <laughs> got, got to teach him teach him uh you know that it's uh the school of hard knocks out there that's and right everything's gonna go your way <laughs> get it get in it to win it man that's it <laughs> so uh on tap for today we've got another one of our summer mini episodes where we talk about a song that we love and uh, what uh, what did you decide on for today, Joe? Uh, I'm so happy to talk about this one. It is uh, You're Still a Young Man by the Tower of Power. Um, mm -hmm. And in my preparation for this episode, I discovered something that was super exciting to me. And I think it will be super exciting to you. Um, okay. These dudes are coming to our area in March of 2022. So assuming that the Delta variant doesn't kill us all. Uh, I think we should go see him <laughs> at the Ridgefield Playhouse, man. You want to oh, go? Oh, okay. Okay. We yeah. Go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's not a big venue. We, we might have to buy our tickets now. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need to. Yeah. We need to go see. Yeah. This. Sorry. Sorry. We might have to hit pause in the episode because we got to go buy those things, man. It's only like a 600 seat theater. Like, <laughs> man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that is very exciting. I'm I'm very happy to uh, to see the Just tower. See them, power. Right? Yeah, I mean that's that's somebody that I've had on my list for a while. So I am uh, so right after we're done with this, I'm I'm just gonna buy the tickets, man. And I'll I'll if you can't go, I'll find somebody else to go with me. <laughs> no, I'll I'll figure out a way to go. I will figure out a way to go. So um, um yeah, so that's really cool. So Tower of Power is somebody that you introduced me to when we were, uh, you know, growing up, and they're awesome. This song is on the 1972 album Bump City, which is fun to, to say, Bump City. <laughs> um, they're kind of like a soul funk band, but um, for me, this song is all about the horns. The horns just blow the roof off this place. Um, we both listen to the live and the studio recording, and they're both great. And it's just a credit to them. They can play that well live. Like, they don't care. Like, it doesn't matter to them. Because, like, when we've talked about um, session musicians in the past on other albums, like, praising them to the hill as, as they should be, like, the guys that are playing in this band and I, I couldn't quite figure out who played exactly on this album because they've definitely gone through a lot of members uh, mm -hmm. in history but those dudes just wail like from the opening chord uh, all the way to the end and uh, it's it's just so quintessential to their sound. What, what were your first thoughts revisiting this, this wonderful, wonderful uh, piece? Uh, man, these guys, these guys are just so good, and you know, I don't know, 
I don't know if it's because of the lineup changes or kind of like the lack of a recognizable person to front the band or what it is, but I don't think Tower of Power gets nearly enough recognition for how good they were in their heyday. So that that was something I was thinking about listening to this. Um, and um, I, I got kind of intro- introduced to them kind of randomly. Um, this guy I was working with, his name is Greg Colasal. I don't know how I remember that. Um, we were we were counselors at a summer camp in our hometown, and the two of us ran a weekly open mic for the youths of our of our city. And during one of the promotional events, he played the Tower of Power live and in living color thing. And he was like, he was a serious musician. And he was like explaining to me what all the instruments were and stuff. He's like, oh, this is a clavinet. And da da da. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so like after that, I had to go and uh, and and pick that up. Um, but it's just you know, in addition to the horns, you've got great vocal harmonies. Um, it's kind of it's kind of jazzy in some in some parts um it's it starts off just like really smooth with that classic you know r&b feel where the 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 singer um uh rick stevens uh, sang on this one and he's just like begging yes yeah begging like a dog for this woman <laughs> uh which is which is great um and it's kind of got an interesting setup because you've got these background singers, um, you know, singing, you know, you're still a young man, don't waste your time. And Rick Stevens in response to that is, you know, doing all these like just just riffing and improvising and and just saying like, no, you know, basically I'm I'm old enough. You got to give me a chance. Da, yeah. da, da, and and he's talking to this older woman and that's like and that's just like kind of a, a really interesting and not so conventional setup for a song like this no for sure for sure and like when we list first listened to this probably like 20 years ago i definitely did not understand <laughs> like that structure of it all right but like it, it like it's very it's a very smart way to do that and that's like getting back to like I mean, if you want to go like way back, that's like this idea of like the Greek chorus in like Shakespeare <laughs> or, or, you know, there are definitely elements of that. And like um, in uh, classical music where it's like the chorus is acting as its own character and, uh-huh. um, you know, they're responding to the soloist or whatever. And, um, you know, that whole structure was actually I, I, I agree with you. It was pretty clever. Now. Should the guy have just said, like, no means no? Should he have probably walked away? I guess. I mean, I don't think he was being too aggressive, but, you know, <laughs> it was the 70s, so I, I don't know what's going on there. But, um, it, you know, the the riffing of it all was, was, was really pretty impressive, I thought. And, you know, then you get to the bridge, 
which like we we talked about like that's just like comes out of nowhere and like works so well in the song um you know and this is like another instance where me coming from like classical music world i'm like how the hell does everybody stay together if there's not a conductor like they just go <laughs> and everybody just knows to go like or do they just rehearse so much that every, like it's all just timed out and nobody varies from the timing i don't know but it's really well done i mean in both like the versions that i've listened to there's no question they're all together like they know exactly where they're where they're going where they're headed and it, and it all lines up perfectly you know yeah yeah and and you're right about that bridge and i and we kind of talked before we went on about like you know what what the time signature could possibly be and i don't think i don't think the time signature changes between the bridge and the rest of the song but they definitely it, speed up yeah yeah it speeds up and like the rhythm and the like the accents of the rhythm feel different mm-hmm. so it's you could definitely mess that up yeah. <laughs> you could definitely get messed up with that oh for sure for sure um uh, and then at the end of the bridge, how the the background singers like they sing those those three lines, and and slow it down perfectly. Right, right, right. Uh, and then they're back into that like that's R and B feel again. Don't waste your time. Type that that <laughs> that section of it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's really um, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to tell you what my favorite improv of his is, sure sure please do because there's a bunch of them in it and there's a lot there's a lot of gems but my favorite one is you say that it's you say that i'm wasting my time well it's my time <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even catch that one i'll have to go back and listen to it again oh man <laughs> that's a pretty good one yeah yeah But, you know, as they go through the song, something that we've talked about before on the show, which I really appreciate in this song, is the cadence, right? Mm -hmm. You see them ramping up to it, right? You can Mm -hmm. hear it. You're like, I know exactly where this is going. But they take their time. They kind of like, you know, meander around it. They're like your dog or the dog walking around the dog bed again, right? That analogy Mm -hmm. that I used before. But then the horns just come in and just blow the roof off the place, which is like they're they're harmonically they're going exactly where you thought they were gonna go. But like you forgot, like the horns have been kind of playing throughout, but not so aggressively. And then they come in at the end and just wail on those final chords, which is awesome. And you know, it's I'm not a horn player, but I know some horn players, and like that's got to be like like. You're you're not like wading into the pool, like so. If you make a mistake, it's okay. It's like no, you're gonna play freaking loud, and if it's wrong, it's gonna be really wrong. But you know, and they just play it perfectly, and the harmonies are so tight. Um, they're all in tune, and it's just like a fantastic way to end the song. Um, well, yeah, and not only that, but they're. It's not like they're playing like note 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 it's like yeah. they they slide up yeah and they slide down right. and the timing of that has to be perfect because if somebody starts their 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 like slide up and slide 
down at the wrong time, like not in sync with the other players, it's just it's just gonna it, be it, a mess. Yeah, it's gonna be a mess. And like you gotta think about like breath support. Like those guys are what like. When I say wailing, it's like it takes so much air pressure to hit those notes Mm -hmm. um, that when you do it, like you got to be a little bit conservative because like you want to hit the note, but you also want to hold the note for as long as possible because it's pressive, right? So it's like, how much air do I have to use? And that's hard enough on its own. But then you're like, well, I got to worry about these other five guys who are playing with me too because we want to end together. And it's like... Well, I guess that's just like, uh, I guess that's just the result of, you know, them just practicing all the time, playing together all the time. They just know like what they got to do and, and they're just all that good that it yeah. doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. You know? and, yeah. And I, and I'm not a horn player either, obviously. Uh, but from what I understand, like if you're, if you're playing a trumpet, the trumpet has three keys Mm-hmm. So there's a possibility of eight different positions, which is, right. you know, eight eight notes on a scale. Right. So right. how do you play in different octaves? Well, it's how fast you're like vibrating your lips, <laughs> right, sort right. sort of. You know, from what I understand, that 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 embouchure, if I say yeah, that, yeah, if I say right. that correctly. Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, man, I don't know how these guys do it. It's it's just one of those things like you take people who play horns in movie scores or in bands or whatever kind of you don't, you kind of take that take that for granted oh they're just like blowing into the instrument and and pressing buttons but if you stop and and think and just kind of learn a, a small amount of what they have to do uh just the physicality of being a horn player is pretty nuts it's crazy and like just do yourself a favor like okay listen to this and then go on youtube and then just google some like high school uh horn concert and you'll hear the difference because it's freaking hard (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's really Uh, hard (laughs) and there's a there's a real difference and even kids who are you know good for being a 15 year old like they're nowhere near this level right you know any yeah. any other things you wanted to mention? Because um, I I think I've uh, praised this thing about as much as I can, and just encourage everybody to like go listen to it. I don't know what else to say. Right. Um, you know, I, just a couple of last quick comments about you know Tower of Power uh, in general. Um, basically, they're just they're just so much fun and there are they do so many different things especially on the live album between the horns and the organ and the drum playing and like all all this other cool stuff and it's it's funky and they do like some some jazzy stuff and r&b and i don't know it if you if you can't dance to Tower of Power, then I don't know. You're you're a corpse. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Then go sit in the um, corner and and <laughs> and I don't know. Just like ponder life again. <laughs> you're not living it to its fullest. I don't know. Yeah. Think think about think about what you've done with yourself. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> All right. So uh, that's uh, that's it for this episode. And uh, we thank everybody once again for listening. And we'll see you all again real soon. Thanks for listening, friends. To connect with us and join the conversation, you can follow us on both Instagram and Twitter at Brothers in Song. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review. It really helps us out. Until next time, listen to some new music. You may surprise yourself.